so much about healing today. Healing, 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 healing. Associated with the temple, the house of God, where his presence is tabernacled, where God ministers to his place. There is what they call the corporate presence of God and the general presence of God. God is everywhere, but God is more present in some places than other places. You must capture that in your heart and your spirit. Okay? God is everywhere, but God is more in some places. That's what we call the corporate presence of God. In the temple, God has tabernacled himself specially to minister to his people. And it's good that we be conscious of a place like this. It's called Mount Zion in the realm of the spirit. There's an atmosphere here that is heavier than what we think it is physically. That's why if you come here and you can't discern the weight of his presence, you cannot go back home with so much. And that's why your mind, your soul, your spirit, your heart must be fully involved. You can be coming to church every day and not be touched at all. Unless you discern the body. Not the physical body, but the spiritual body of Christ. You must discern that. And that's why the angel of sound mind was, came and led Ezekiel. Ezekiel is a prophet, but let me, I want to show you something. And he took him into the temple. And there it is, water. And he took him to ankle level. He took him further again to knee level. And he took him to waist level and then almost, you know, to the neck level. And after the angel took him back. So you see, this place you have been coming, things are happening here. Depending on the, on the degree you want to, you know, go into. You see, the Bible says deep is calling unto deep. What level are you operating with God? Is it ankle level or waist level or neck level? All depends according to your faith and your desires. You see. And then the second point the angel had to you know, reveal to Ezekiel is that this water is a healing water, different from other waters. You see. Jesus said, I'm the living water. He who drinks of me shall never be thirsty again. Ah, what type of water is that? No more agulis. No more swan. You save a lot of money. Can you imagine that? It's not a joke. It's not a joke. When you drink of that water, the insatiable you know, desire that, that burns you like fire every day, that piles up bills for you, collapses. Every day you want to buy this, you want to pay for this, you want to buy this, you are running from pillar to post every day, and before you know it, the weight of expenses begins to tear you apart. Jesus said, come. They said, what I will give you? Yesterday, he said, come. Come and buy corn without money. <laughs> come and buy life without money. You don't live by money. You live by his presence. The currency of the spirit is the presence of God. You see, that's why God doesn't give you money. He gives you the power to make money. He gives you his presence. And it sorts out things for you. Everything will work out for your good. Very, very important. So he took him and showed him that this water is a healing water. And it flows to other water that are dead and revives them. And that water is coming from the temple. But this happened in the spirit. It's in the spirit. As we are here, there's a living flame, living, living uh, stream coming out of this place. Depending on how you open yourself to this water, it can sort out a lot in your life if you can discern it. 
if you can discern it. You see. He said he then took me back along the bank of the river, and as I went back, I saw upon the bank of the river very many trees on the one side and the, on the other. And he said to me, This water sort of flows towards the eastern region and goes down to the Arabah. And when he enters the stagnant waters of the sea, the water becomes fresh. And wherever this river goes, every living creature which swarms will live, and the fish will be very many. And this water goes there, that the waters of the sea may become fresh. And everything will live where the river goes. We come to the river every day. You will live in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You see, it revives you. It makes you come alive. The supernatural begins to support your life. Your life is done power by the supernatural. You know, many people just depend on their, their brain and their intelligence and they think they can work things out. And that's why, you know, when it doesn't work out, they begin to be dubious how they go about it. In their career, in their business, in their dealings with human beings, they become very corny because they don't trust, they don't believe in the power that comes from the supernatural. But if you trust the supernatural enough, and the Bible says when your obedience is fulfilled, you will repay all disobedience, you will see the spirit will show up. The thing that you will naturally struggle and make is, you know, try to use all your energy. The spirit just power it, and you see it working out. You see it working out. It comes from that river, if you can drink of it all the time. And Jesus, again, in the Gospel of today, takes us again to the ship gate, in the pool. The pool called Bethesda. Bethesda, you know. He's still in the temple. And that water, that thing I went there when I went to Israel, <laughs> very, very dry now. It's no longer functioning. You know. That water is, is every, at, at every point in time, the Spirit of God comes and stirs the water. The first person to jump into it will be healed. So it calls for alertness and readiness. <laughs> you see who, those who are sick, blind, deaf, those who are having leprosy, everybody waiting. When is it going to be said? Nobody knows. It could be the next six hours, but you have to be alert enough that once you hear, vroom, you are moving. This man had been suffering for 38 years and had been there waiting. He said, before, before I jump in, I know that I will jump in. And so I said, do you want to be really here? Because the way you are going about this is your issue. You are not ready yet. You lack the alertness of faith. You lack it. Go. <laughs> that is healing out of mercy. But it doesn't happen all the time. It doesn't happen all the time. Go and be healed. The man carried it and went home. Healing is our portion. Amen. Amen. Healing is our portion. It is what God has bequeathed to the church. He has given it to us. Desire it. Even when you don't see it, you keep desiring it and keep trusting God. Your spirit will begin to be configured over it over time. And before you know it, your heart begins to pick up the signals of the molecules of healing. And your body will begin to be strengthened day by day. You grow in your healing. It doesn't come all at once. You grow in the divine healing that strengthens you and keeps your body from germs and deterioration. It's part of what God has given to you. Not every time you break out, God heal me. When he gives you the healing grace, it follows you. You are the one to develop it. Through your journey with God every day. And as God has given us this grace, may you walk in it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus wants us to be well. He doesn't want you to have all kinds of blood issues, uh, bone issues, uh, uh, arthritis, uh, uh, 
cancer. No, it's not a cross. If it was a cross, you have told this man, do you want to be healed? You have asked, oh, sorry, eh? you see this your cross, eh? God will use it to liberate you from your wickedness. No, it's a wrong theology. And I have paraded like that for too long in the church. It's my cross. God gave it to me as a cross. No, surely he has borne our sicknesses. Surely he has carried away our sorrows. The chastisement of our peace was laid on him by his wounds. We are healed. The devil is the origin of sickness. It is, it is, it is a, the spirit of timidity and fear that brings sickness. Look at him. This man didn't even beg him. He was who came because himself is a living healing element. Can you imagine? When they come to you today, we ask you, do you want to be healed? How many times you will be complaining like this man? Do you want to be healed? Is that a question? Do you want to be healed? Yes, sir. Uh, before I jump here and now we jump here, I don't know what to do. Every time you complain, 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 complain. Today Jesus is asking you, do you want to be healed? Yes. Ooh, let your yes touch his heart. Amen. The one with the issue of blood, not even asking. You only touched him. And she went away with a miraculous healing. Can you see how, can you see the amount of, you know, they, how how I put it, they, 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 they deserve God's you know, uh, grace towards healing. They, no prayer said. The woman went to her and said, somebody has touched me. They said, uh-uh, the devil is pushing on you, now, master. Can't you see everyone? They said, no. Someone has touched me. They said, ah, this man, every time you are just bringing strange things. And the woman now came and said, master, I'm the one. He said, your faith has healed me. He only touched his garment. You, you're not just touching the garment. You will come very soon to collect his flesh and blood. The clothing and the flesh and blood, which one is more powerful? Flesh and blood. According to your faith. According to your faith. So live by what you receive. Live by what you receive. Anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall never die. We are pressed to that towards that point. May God bless us with my heart through Christ our Lord. Amen.